Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Ruby, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Haley Neighbors. Hello. And Andy Potter. Hello. It's time for our highly anticipated Ruby season finale podcast discussion. Today we're talking the volume 5 finale, chapter 14 of Ruby Haven's Fate. Uh, we've talked all of volume five here on the overly animated podcast of Ruby. Find us at overlyanimated.com. Search for overly animated Ruby on iTunes, subscribe there or YouTube to not miss any of our future Ruby podcasts in like six months or something. But, uh, <laughs> this is, this is it for the season and, uh, make sure you've seen Haven's Fate, uh, aired on Rooster Teeth first today. Big finale. Uh, Ruby finale is always very hype. A lot of speculation, a lot of excitement on our part, previous podcasts, and Haley, uh, what were your reactions to the finale? Uh, it did not deliver on the hype, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I think we went into this one really jazzed from the last episode and like anticipating all this stuff, and all of our theories seemed like they could be plausible, like Yang came down, like falling from the sky and was ready for this intense talk with her mom and the big fight was happening and everything and nothing happened. <laughs> like none of the stuff that we thought might happen happened, um, which made it quite bland um, for the most part. And also the fact that we spent, this is now the fourth episode that we spent doing this big dramatic Haven fight. And then we don't see the big fight at the end. We just cut away. Um, which kind of sucked. Uh, I think there were a couple like good moments. I liked the uh, Raven and Yang talk discussion mm-hmm. fight scene kind of thing. Um, no, I think no, the voice no, acting no fight was scene. Good. There was not a fight yeah, scene there. Yeah, no. Verbal fight scene. Okay. <laughs> so. Sp- sparring of words, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, I think I think that was good. And, and I really uh, liked Yang's uh, voice acting too. That was really good. Um, yeah, they're finally together. That's cool. Team Ruby's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we didn't really get to see much of them, which was unfortunate. So, yeah, it was it. it what a, what not- a subdued reaction for a finale, Haley. It's so that's the problem is it was done. And I was just like, oh, OK, that's it. Like, I wasn't like, <laughs> that's angry. It? yeah, I wasn't like passionately angry about anything they did. But it was just like, that's the end of like four episodes of buildup. Like Haven is saved. Oh, not that it was in any trouble in the first place from like Adam and his three buddies, but that was, that was it. And it was, it was pretty disappointing as a finale Mm. to a relatively good season as well. So, okay. Yeah. That's my, my take. Yeah, we will uh, we'll discuss the season as a whole at the end. And I forgot to tease in the beginning. Make sure you listen. Uh, stay tuned for our rants. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> will be rants. Yeah, the uh, the regularly scheduled rants. That's now a recurring segment. And uh, yeah. I have a rant. Apparently, Andy has a rant. So we'll see. Well, we'll, we'll see towards the end. But I like conjure one up at some point. Yeah, Haley will think as we go along <laughs> for, for a rant. But Andy, uh, what was your reaction to the finale? Uh, it was just really boring i didn't there was nothing that really got me excited or anything but at the same time it got rid of a lot of stuff that i was frustrated with in general with the show so i can say the classic ruby thing of next season could be better now because we have a lot of stuff that this stuff's out of the way but i don't want to just keep saying that every season but otherwise it was just it just felt like the last five minutes of 
the episode before this. It didn't feel like an actual last episode. It felt like a drawn out last scene of an episode. And it just felt really frustrating with that. Um, after I watched the episode and I sat with it for a bit though, and I just been bored by it, there were a couple things that just stood out to me as really frustrating and really aggravating in when, when you put them into the, the lens of this entire season, which we'll get into later. But, um, otherwise just this episode on its own is just pretty boring. There's not much going on here. Andy, never stew over Ruby. Um, also, also preferably don't think about the show, even though that's all we're doing here. But <laughs> see, you you know this, Dylan, because I've been talking about it. I was stuck and I had to think about it because I was stuck in a car ride, like just traveling okay. all day. We'll see, so what that, had... we'll see what that's resulted in later. I yes, think. it might yeah. be incoherent, but I am mad. Yeah. I am incoherently it's, mad. Stay but tuned I'm still for mad. the rants, TM. Um, okay, I thought that this finale was uh, fine. It was fine. Um, it was uh, not the best thing about the finale is that it did not enrage me and there's nothing in it that will cause me to drop the show. I was very worried <laughs> that Ilya would die. I was very worried that we would get Weiss and John together. And there was nothing offensive about this finale. Nothing was bad. Um, so that's good. Good job for not enraging me. Uh, Andy apparently was enraged, but there's nothing here in this finale that I was really enraged I will by. try to convince you, Dylan, that you're wrong, because okay. I think you're wrong. We'll see. We'll see. Um, most things, uh, in this finale I did not really care about, um, and I thought were pretty underwhelming. Uh, one thing that everyone I've seen reactions to seems to be latching onto is that we're finally seeing, uh, Ruby, Weiss, and Blake face off against uh, uh, Emerald, Mercury, and Hazel, and then they cut away right as the fight starts. Uh, as she says, like, checkmate, go! Yeah. And I was like, yay! And then, wait, no, no, we cut! Yeah, uh, yeah uh, emblematic of this season overall, I would say. Yeah, pretty but, much. Uh, there were two scenes which I really enjoyed. Um, two 30-second scenes in a 20-minute finale, but I'll take what I can get, and uh, the best thing of all is that Team Ruby has finally reunited fully. Hallelujah. This is what we've been waiting it. for for two seasons, and that's why uh, we'll be hooked into Volume 6, despite, <laughs> um, you know, the second underwhelming finale and season in a row. Um, but... Uh, there's some things to get excited about. There are some, some things this season did really well. We'll talk about it at the end. And, uh, you know, the, the finale was fine. It, it was fine. So that's, that's better than I honestly thought it would be. <laughs> so, uh, I think it beat, beat, beat my expectations. Uh, Haley, what would you say was your standout scene, if any, of, of the finale? Would it be, uh, Raven and Yang talking? I think so. I think once she went into the desert relic area, that went on just a nanosecond too long. Um, but I really appreciated that whole scene because it seemed um, like something that we've actually been building towards this season where that was kind of a a theme that was going throughout was Raven and Yang um, reconnecting. And they aren't exactly on good terms at this point, but they at least were blunt with each other and actually talked to each other. Um, and Yang stood up for herself against her mom because, uh, that's been something that we've kind of seen, but this way she was like, you know what? No, I am strong and I'm going to do what's right. And I'm not leaving. Like you always seem to leave. Um, which was good. I'm disappointed that like, 
Cinder didn't pop up because I was expecting that the whole time and was on edge the first time I watched it because <laughs> I was expecting her to like appear in the doorway and attack Yang or something. Um, but I watching a second time, knowing that all the drama and all the theories that we were expecting to happen didn't happen. Yeah, I think it was actually a really good scene. Um, and they got emotional. And like I said, um, I think the voice acting was pretty good. And it also cemented the fact that I actually like Raven as a character now. Well, she's not good, so I don't like like That's her. But but she's like but she's interesting now. She's more she's definitely more interesting to me now than she was a couple episodes ago because she has more going on than just being like this strange like ambiguous character that isn't doing anything but always seems to be in the way. Um, now she's got a bit more of a role. So that's an, that's I, interesting I to nice. find. Uh, it's interesting that you find Raven uh, more likable after the scene. Yeah, well, um, maybe not likable. More but... <laughs> uh, interesting. Yeah. yeah more more yeah, engaging more, of a character. Exactly. I'm more interested in her storyline now than I used to be. Cause before it was like, Oh, Yang's mom. Cool. I guess that's something we'll find out about. I don't really care that much, but now I think um, she's got, Maybe more than just like, oh, magic and I can turn into a bird. Like that was her thing for a while. But now, like, it seems like she's got some sort of strange history with the previous ring maiden and might have murdered her, which is pretty dramatic. Um, oh, she, she, she definitely murdered her. She seems to have, fight. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, which, which I think. And is, also, is also she cool. reverts back to turning into a bird as her thing. Yeah, exactly. Stinger, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like dropping the feathers. Yeah. Like, how is she not bald at this point? She's always <laughs> do, do bird hairs correlate to hairs on the human body? Bird feathers? Is yeah, that a it, thing? This is important. How does that work? Yeah, let's talk about that. Um, yeah, I think that uh, Raven's a character that struggled all year. Um, and uh, I think this might have been her best showcase, even though she was super unsympathetic, potentially, in what she was ta- talking about with oh, Yang. Oh, super unsympathetic. Yeah, I mean, but she, that's mur- what she murdered the maiden. Um, she uh, it, Basically, it amounts to Raven is uh, just looking out for herself and does what she needs to do to survive, which is what she said before. But... Um, Yang like calls her out for that and for running away. She says she's powerful but not strong. Um, Yang mm-hmm. says I don't run. And it, and my favorite part of that is it connects really well to the Blake stuff um, mm. thematically. So I, I like that uh, thematic juxt- juxtaposition. Um, but uh, yeah, Raven, you know, as a person, I think comes across terribly. Uh, although she does care about Yang because she doesn't attack Yang and uh, she's like crying before she leaves. Uh, but, uh, maybe, maybe more interesting of a character, a character we were expecting to die this episode. Um, we thought Cinder would come back up and kill her and, um, disappointed that we didn't do that. But if she is going to live, then, uh, then at least she's more interesting than before. Do you agree, Andy? Yeah. I, I think the fact is that her character hasn't changed. It's that the show has decided to recognize the fact that she has problems. Like before this episode, the show was not like talking about all the things that she was wrong about and finally we talk about it and so she's more interesting because the show is willing to go into those depths i think it's the best way to put it because mm. i don't think she's very different in this episode but i'm excited to see what the show is going to do with her now unlike before yeah the show is just better at presenting the character that they already had um yeah they, yeah they just struggled a lot with her and and she's better here i still don't think she's a particularly good character or care about her that much but um the yeah. scene was was pretty good like this was definitely one of the better scenes of the finale i think the dialogue was very competent very uh at times pretty good um shout outs to miles and carry on that um personally i don't care about 
these two characters talking, which I think is the main problem. Um, like this, like it's like okay, Yang's gonna go down and she's gonna fight with her mom, and it's gonna be an awesome fight. And I, we want fight scenes, and this is just them standing there and talking. It's kind of more of that same problem. I just, I just didn't need to see them talking. It wasn't engaging to me. Um, but kind of on an objective quality level, I do think the scene was done well. Yeah, it, it is. It's just disappointing because the last episode finished with such a dramatic climax, like, oh man, Yang and her are going to have this big fight. And it was really, it seemed like something more was going to happen than them just like circling each other and talking. Um, like, I think it would be interesting to see them even just like Yang lash out at her for a second, even rather than just talking to each other. It would have been a little bit more satisfying, I think. Yeah. I mean, Yang gets but, mad, yeah. but it doesn't really amount to anything. But yeah. yeah but, but I mean, that's her character that arc, though. Yang is supposed yeah, to be getting over true. anger this season. So it made sense mm-hmm. that her final scene wasn't a fight, I think. Yeah. She didn't go into her semblance mode the whole time, which is quite yeah. impressive. It, it, uh, yeah. In terms of Yang, uh, did not become the Maiden, which we thought was was possible. We still... One day. Um, <laughs> presumably, Team Ruby will be Maidens one day, but who knows. And uh, did not do change her semblance, which was something that uh, Andy, I think, was theorizing. Yeah, that was um, me. So, mm-hmm. you know, nothing really happened here. I guess we're just doing the arc of she's learning to control her anger better. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, but uh, th- that that's like mid season stuff, not season finale stuff, in my opinion. No. Yeah. No. Um, in terms of plot, uh, what Yang learns Raven is the maiden when seeing her open the door, presumably when she's going down the elevator, and then convinces uh, Raven to not take the relic and to let Yang take it because Salem would go after uh, Raven. Um, and then yeah, uh, Raven just uh, leaves. So, By the way, that's really poor logic because. Salem's still going to try to kill Raven because she killed Cinder, or quote-unquote killed Cinder. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, if Cinder actually is dead, which she's not, but Raven probably thinks she is, then uh, yeah, that's true. In theory, because the relic, the relic is out of the vault, she, Salem doesn't need Raven anymore to open anything. Yeah. Um, but if she's interested in taking the powers just for like uh, fighting ability or having Cinder take the powers, then she, yeah, I assume she, I assume she still is in danger. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Yang gets the relic, and uh, the relic is on the side of the good guys. Um, Andy, was this what you were expecting? And uh, how do you think this uh, plays in terms of the overall plot? I wasn't expecting this because I on because I, I I was expecting Cinder or one of the bad guys to get it, mainly because I didn't expect to get an explanation for what the relic was next season, but. That being said, they still might not explain it. They might just have it and never explain what it is. But th- ha- with it, with them having the relic, I'm assuming next season's plot is going to be about explaining what the relics actually do, which would be nice because we still don't know what it does. Um, which I-, I hope we do that because we have a relic now. Um, but other than that, like it, it is a surprise. It is a surprise. I really did think Cinder would come back or hazel would pick it up or something but no yang just got it which was actually like a really cool moment her coming up the elevator with it uh andy uh do you love lamp isn't it <laughs> love lamp i love lamp is that what's happening here why is this a lamp like uh well, no, no idea i i don't know why it's a lamp it looks very pretty it's maybe like, it's because it's, it's knowledge it's like it's a genie seeing light towards the learning or i don't know Making things clear. 
I'm, I'm still e- betting on GD. I'm expecting a lot of I love lamp memes in the off season, but um, uh, yeah, we don't really know what that thing does. It's blue. It's a lamp. Apparently, it needs to go to Atlas. There you go. I was expecting Yang to touch it and like there'd be more happen. Like she just yeah. grabbed it and there was nothing. I was expecting an explosion or her to become like get some new power or something, I, but I was expecting nothing. like flashback. I was expecting like knowledge. It's yeah. the relic of knowledge, right? I was expecting her to touch it and then get like one of those. We might not see what she sees, but she'd like. But something tense up and see something mm-hmm. you don't just pick it up and it's like oh it's cool not, this glowy thing is neat it, it doesn't really feel like it's a powerful object right it now it really doesn't no uh boy could i care less about this relic oh my goodness Same. <laughs> Same. like they're just passing around like it's no big deal yeah like i would approach it and be afraid to touch it because you're expecting something to happen but crow's just like oh cool this is neat <laughs> this is a neat let's thing. go on yeah yeah um, hopefully yep, so. next season we'll learn more uh, right now, yeah nothing. presumably we will um yeah raven's not dead a good guys have the relic cinder's still presumably dead um kind of the level one boring scenario basically happened uh yep. from what we're expecting uh i do not think cinder is dead whatsoever we did not see a scene of the maiden powers transferring we did not hear yep. her crack and fall down in the thing it seems a very deliberate showing of non-show which would indicate uh that she would be alive because as we saw with leo dying in this episode we heard the stabbing sounds um to indicate death yep. so if they really wanted to show that uh they would have cinder uh definitely alive do you guys agree definitely yeah 100 percent yeah, and we, think, didn't, we didn't even get her climbing out of the pit in the stinger, so... I think uh, there's a reason for that. I think the main reason we didn't show her coming up is that the vault is still open, and I have a feeling there might be more to the vault being open than we know. Like, I think we might there might be something about that, and Cinder might go in there for something else. Um, okay. Yeah, because Yang just left the door open. Yeah. Like um, my can't close it, but yeah. My no. my big theory about that is that maybe all the vaults are kind of linked in some way, and so maybe Cinder will end up when they open the door to another vault. Cinder will just be there. Oh, that'd be interesting. Like she's wandering in this weird desert landscape yeah. for a while. Okay. Yeah, that that could be. I think I think the biggest thing I've seen with Cinder is that. Um, She's uh, now that she got hurt again, she's going to continually accrue more and more grim parts and become closer to a full grim. Um, so it's possible we didn't show her here because uh, she's like very severely oh. hurt. And then next time we see her, Salem will have uh, 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 surgeried on more grim parts other than just her arm or just more extended arms. I mean, because <laughs> she could get a second extend arm, yes, anything's possible. That could that would be one of the grim parts, but yeah, I, I like the thought of uh, Cinder becoming more and more grim as we go on. I assume yeah. we'll see Cinder next season, but it would be refreshing to just uh, leave that, let that be for like half a season, mm-hmm. or maybe like you're saying, Andy, like at some point next season they end up at some other relic place, and then it's like three quarters into the season and she shows up. That would be kind of cool, yeah, especially if we ideally have learned a bit more about what the relics are and what these vaults are all about and then it would be more impactful as well but sure that's that's the the hope we'll talk we'll we'll speculate a little bit of volume six at the end uh andy pick uh pick your favorite scene of the episode oh we're still on this question um we gotta get the positives out of the way before the yeah yeah my favorite scene 
other than other than the Yang Raven talk, because I did like that a lot. Other than Yang just pointing at Raven randomly. Oh, that um, was so weird. Yeah, that it was, was so poorly that's, timed. That's, that's not what human beings do. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it. Oh, that was so strange. Other other than that, I really did enjoy. <sighs> enjoy is a strong word, but I liked I liked T Ruby getting back together. That scene was nice. Yes. Finally, um, this is I one of the two scenes that I liked this episode. I know what yours go. is still ended up leaving it for you. Okay. Um, and uh, I think this could have been better, but I mean, they're back. Like, why am I? I? I'm excited about that, that they're back together. And I really did like even how it started. Like, Sun pulled her with her tail and it's like, hey, your team's over there. Go over there, Blake. And I thought that was a really cute way to start the scene. Yeah. Can we talk for, uh, not to table the Ruby reunion too much because the show's done no. that enough, but yeah. um, can we talk about how great Sun is this episode? Oh, um, yeah. So good. He <laughs> Sun was so is cemented himself as best boy in Ruby. Yes. He yeah. is uh, absolutely, he was super cute the whole episode. He like, pull, yeah, like Andy said, he pulls Blake with his tail towards uh, Team Ruby. He does that earlier, a similar thing earlier when he's like, I think they need your help. In there mm-hmm. um really just uh yang's and ent- uh, son's entire role on the show has just been these past few seasons been blake's uh wingman and yeah, I'm he's so re- supportive he's very supportive very sweet yeah. i'm really glad that we didn't do romance there yeah. uh mm-hmm. that being said i'm not sure what son's purpose is moving forward now that mm-hmm. now that uh blake has her team back i would like to see him get a new role like i'm i'm worried about him not even traveling to uh, to, Atlas. At, to Atlas with us, yeah. My assumption is that he teams up with Ilya because I mean they did have some rapport during that one episode. Yes, please, so yes, it- please, let's do it. Hype, hype for okay. Anyway, uh, yeah. team, uh, any other, team Ruby, you just like seeing them together. Anything specifically about how it was done, Andy? I I was really happy that Blake didn't respond to Ruby by saying my the long story too because it's like Blake no it isn't it's a really short story <laughs> it, was, it was told in long form on the show <laughs> yeah. unnecessarily but it was a really short story you went home someone tried to kill your dad and you came back that was that's the end of your story Blake <laughs> but um other than that I did like how Blake and Yang were sharing glances a lot during the talk. Like, that's the closest we get to yes. a relationship and stuff. But they were sharing glances even in the background. Like, when we moved back to Crow and Ospin, or Oscar talking, um, Blake actually turned specifically to look at Yang and no one else in the group, in the group hug. And I really liked That was a nice touch. Because it's clear from this conversation, whether they're doing it or not, these two are looking at each other more than everyone else in the group. Mm-hmm. And I really like that Looking at each other more. It must be good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's the closest we're going to get, Dylan. I don't yeah, know what probably. else I can say. Yeah. Look, so I I love I love 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 the Team Ruby reunion. Um, like it's underwhelming given that we spent two seasons getting to this point. Yeah. Um, but I don't, you know, whatever. Like, obviously, I was gonna love the scene, and we get the uh, new song, "All That Matters." Um, basically everything from Ruby like collapsing and Weiss uh being really concerned. We had this very small white rose moment, and uh, fr- onward. Uh, they're like, uh, yeah, what are you, what are you doing here, Blake? Even though they like saw each other and fought, uh, five minutes ago. Um, and, uh, it's like, uh, Blake says, I'm not going anywhere. Um, and, uh, that's all that matters. We're all here together. Right. Says Ruby, which is, uh, <laughs> thank you. Like, uh, corny old person, uh, Ruby, yep. but, uh, but then the, <laughs> the song plays and, uh, we get, um, 
Yang's like uh, uncertain whether she'll, uh, it, it, you know, the audience uncertain whether Yang will embrace Blake, but uh, then she smiles at Blake and then Blake smiles back at her. Um, like, yeah, it, it, that, that's true. That it, it, All that matters is that we're here together. And then the Team Ruby hug. Um, just love love the, the song, love the moment. Uh, Bumblebee, I think, is the biggest thing to talk about here because one of the biggest questions coming into the finale was whether we would have an explicitly romantic Bumblebee scene. Uh, and the answer was no. Definitely not. No. Yeah. Uh, we weren't really expecting it, but we had the glances last episode and it's like, are they going to do it? No. But um, my read on what we did here um, with all the looking at each other and earlier in the episode um, when Yang comes back out with the relic, uh, Blake is like beaming at her. Um, My read is that this is a resolution to the uh, Yang anger at Blake running away plotline from uh, earlier in the season, whatever. Uh, Alone together. Alone together. What episode that was. Yeah. And uh, I think it. This is this is the conclusion. Uh, Yang gets it, gets over it because Blake is back and she's not running away anymore, and they're smiling and happy. Um, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was well done. Mm-hmm. The question, Haley, is: uh, Is this a precursor to romance in the future with the two of them, or is it just them concluding that arc? Well, I think. Uh... I think it could be both depending on how it goes. Cause in personally, I really think that it is, I really honestly want it to be that this is leading to romance in the future. Um, and I think you can definitely look at it that way. Cause they, like you're saying, they're always clearly making those two make eye contact and like smiling at each other and having all these moments. And they had episodes in the past where, um, and in this season where, obviously their relationship and all this like angst about the relationship was very important. Um, and they devoted a whole episode to basically it, which is quite a lot, but (laughs) it's also season five and there's still nothing happening. Um, but granted they've been separated for about two seasons now. So maybe that they're back together and have apologized to each other and like move, moving past, um, or at least worked on some of their major issues that they each have with Yang getting too emotional and then um, Blake running away. Maybe now they can move forward together um, as Bumblebee, but we'll see. I'm, I'm definitely excited for next season to see what um, the general Ruby dynamic is because we haven't seen that for a little while. And also the Bumblebee dynamic in particular, because I think they've, I think they've been building up to something, but I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a so, hope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm confused yeah. what they're doing here because it's so um, there was no romance in this finale, which no. I think was surprising. We've been teasing a few straight ships this season. Um, Rose Garden had nothing here. Uh, I think that one is still probably very much on the table. They just tabled it for now. Uh, kind of were teasing Black Sun, Blake and and, yeah. and Sun. And they seem that, really platonic. And that I don't think that was tabled. I think that we definitively showed them as platonic. Yeah, we could have had the moment where uh, Sun, um, you know, like embraces Blake uh, won, after yay. after after she hugs her parents, but instead Sun directs her towards Team Ruby. I think this is mm-hmm. an explicit portrayal of we're not doing this uh romantically and uh i mean you know there's still time and stuff but i think at least for now that was that seemed pretty definitive to me black sun not happening uh we were 
worried about Weiss and John. Uh, that was nowhere to be seen. Zero indication they're doing anything with that. Thank God. Um, so yeah. that's, that's not happening. So there's no real obstacle to Bumblebee. That's the thing. Bumblebee was the thing that was closest to romantic in this finale. And yet, um, it's, it still seems unlikely given the show, but at the same time, there's not, it's not, you know, there's nothing standing in its way. Like Andy, do you, do we have any hope at all that this is uh, the beginning and now we're going to explore them together now that Team Ruby's back? I don't know. And <laughs> I I have no hope anymore, Dylan. Dylan, hope, hope. I have no hope anymore. Hope left a long time ago for this show. All please, I can please say is, pinpoint the moment when you stopped having hope in the show. It was there was there was a podcast this season that I had. I literally just went. I he just I'm like broke happy. down. I He's literally done. broke in one of these podcasts. I think it was the episode. Um, it was that really bad one. Here like you can two see the exact ago. moment when uh, it was, yeah, no, it was when, when it was, was one dying, be- Yeah, it was the one before you and me did one together, Dylan. I forget which episode that was, but we did. It was yeah, all three yeah. of us. So you have like, no hope that it's happening. If you had, to, if you had to make a guess, yes or no, Bumblebee explored romantically by the end of season thirteen. Would you say? What would you say? <laughs> oh my god! Thirteen. Oh no! It's think... not a joke, by the way. No, That's I, what know. I, know you're, I know you're not. <laughs> it's totally possible. Oh, uh, uh, I yes. think there's a possibility. That's but... not an answer. Okay, Haley, you say yes. Yeah, they talked about Ilya loving Blake, and they've just done some things that are really, really stand out as not just being like, oh, you're my best friend in the whole wide world. Like, there's there's more going on there. And they've devoted more screen time this season than any other season, at least in my memory, um, to kind of like subtle hints, even though they were never really together the whole season. So I can only imagine when they're actually together next season, what's going to happen. But fingers crossed. Yeah, they're they're together now. We have a lot of time for this in Atlas. Um, they get to uh, write your Bumblebee snuggling up together in cold Atlas fanfiction. <laughs> oh no! Sure oh my god! Get, With the lamp changes. Oh my god! Yeah, that's something that. people are hyped. Yeah. About. Oh, we'll get winter coats. This will be great. Implying that the show will make their outfits less skimpy. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> that's not yeah, happening. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Blake has no temperature receptors on her midsection. You think, you think, yeah, you think, you, yeah, you think Blake's going to lose the midriff if Yang's going to cover up? No, absolutely not. The show's not absolutely doing not. that. They're going to, you know, they're going to have like, they're going to have like gloves and stuff on. They're going to be like completely revealed at the same time. It's going to yeah. be yeah. weird. Just pop a hat on. You're good. Yeah. So I, I think they will do Bumblebee, um, but not until like season ten. So we'll we'll talk about it in five years. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow. Actually, not joking. But uh, yeah, it's it's. I I don't know what else they're doing if they're not doing that. Um, they really should have done something romantic here because there's just nothing exciting. It's so odd if they aren't doing it's, Bumblebee. The odd thing is, is this episode feels like it's building to this moment. It feels like it's, the whole episode feels like it's building to something bigger than just the team reuniting. And then nothing happens. I think I think that the episode um, builds to a payoff to an arc that was there, and then pays off the arc. Like I think it's I think it's fine. Um, you'd expect a bigger moment between the two. Like there's not yeah. even a hug. Yeah. But they did mm-hmm. give time to the glances. That entire song, all yeah. that matters, is about Bumblebee. It's like it's like very prominent. I, I think that I think that the episode handled it fine given that we weren't going to do anything romantic here. 
I, I'm just frustrated because it's like every season ends where it's like maybe next season. And I'm just kind of done with that. Okay. Yeah. More on that later. Um, in my rant, but, uh, how about, how about freezer burn this season? Um, no payoff to freezer burn. Did, done. did we conclude that arc correctly? <laughs> Was it an arc? Like, yeah, exactly. They're friends now, I guess. I don't know. I would have really appreciated a scene afterwards as they're like walking out of the room and are all chatting and being fun and playful. That would have been, I think that would have been much more satisfying to the end of this episode you rather than just like a prolonged group hug, you know? Yeah. And maybe we would have gotten some freezer burn in that. Yeah. It's, it's very weird that they don't even talk to each other, given that that was mm-hmm. the main relationship this season, the main two character dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, if, if it's leading to now that the team's back together, a, uh, Weiss, Blake, uh, Yang love triangle, then, uh, sure. Um, it's worth it. But, yeah. uh, wow. If you think Bumblebee is high hopes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a love triangle between them. Ha- it's happening. <laughs> We're going, get, this is like Dylan's like fantasy. This is the best thing that could ever happen in the yeah. show. All oh, yeah. three of them. It's happening. Yeah, they're, yeah. I mean, Ruby white rose too, but you know, um, and Ruby, I, just, like, Ruby would root for all three of them. She just she she would have no idea who to root for at all. No, she'd be so confused. Yeah, but uh, a new character added to my uh, shipping hopes, which was uh, my second favorite scene of this episode. Yeah, and, this uh, was it, Dylan. No, no, no how do you not know it, Haley? This, I had two two I scenes I liked. I didn't really even like the Yang and Raven scene. Uh, the two scenes I liked were the Team Ruby reunion, thirty seconds, and then the Ilya scene that starts the episode. It was the preview from the <laughs> Ruby rewinds, and I watched it. I was so hyped for the finale. We did something gay with Ilya. Like it's it was. Oh, I was so hyped. And then it was all down from there. Yeah, like, yeah. But, you know, but I, we still had the scene. Uh, Ilya, uh, like, they're trying to get the White Fang people to surrender. The guy, they all do except the one guy who's, like, about to shoot them. And then Ilya, like, takes him down. And uh, random bunny girl Faunus uh, says, uh, thank you. Uh, like, really, uh, really rem- dramatically. dramatically. And Ilya, yeah. like, cool, cool guy nods at her. Like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> Ilya girl. just tried yeah. to look cool. Great. Yeah. Um, also, was Ilya the only one to stop this one dude? Like, you're yeah. all surrounded with, like, you didn't even need to bring those swords, guys. There was no training required. But only Ilya could stop this one they guy. They did all that training on the boat off screen yep. for nothing. <laughs> At least it was off screen. That's all. That's oh, like literally looking at that. But yeah, I love this scene. This was a requisite scene to have. You needed mm-hmm. to show Ilya inter- uh, romantically interacting with another girl um, at, at, in the second half of the season after that's not Blake. You needed it was a 100% requirement. I said it a lot. And I do think the scene satisfies the requirement. It's like the bare minimum, but they did it. Like we showed Ilya uh, being like happily gay with someone and exploring yeah. like this outside of her straight girl crush on Blake. We've honestly solved it's it doesn't take away from the problematicness of that episode with Ilya coming out, but we've solved or we've done the best we can with what we had with the Ilya redemption and now this scene, I think they handled her well. Um, we're not just ignoring it, which is what we were worried about too. Yeah. You know, like, like it, rather than just being a thing and then it's yeah. like, Oh yeah, Ilya. Remember like, that? I mean, in an ideal world, this is uh next season. She's still with the group and she has an uh, active arc with uh, another girl, but funny uh, lady, or you could just show her fl- flirting. I mean, I don't think bunny girl's coming to Atlas, but um, maybe Ilya isn't either. We'll talk about that. But uh, yeah. this, this was just, so incredible to see i love Ilya. she's um you know now a top five favorite character for me and uh this is just 
uh, so many, uh, all the faunists are uh, inexplicably attractive and young. So there's should have been a lot of a lot of girls. Yeah, they're all the same with. age. Yeah, What's they're all <laughs> they're all like uh, tw- uh, twenty one. Yeah, every everyone. Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, just take your pick, Ellie. <laughs> there's, there's, there's <laughs> You're surrounded by the whole population. Yeah, it, it was great. Uh, more of this number one request for next season, other than. <laughs> The uh, Bumblebee love triangle uh, with Weiss. Uh, more, more Ilya flirting. Please, please, please don't write Ilya off the show. Please. I don't think they will. Well, it's, okay. Well, we'll speak it at the end. Anyway. Um, yeah. This this scene was great. Right? Thumbs up. Yeah. It was, it was good. It was okay. good. I was uh, a little put off by how, with, with the amount of emotion Bunny Girl had in saying yeah. thank you. That Ilya just nodded. Yeah. <laughs> Look, she's she's new at this. She has to get experience flirting with girls before but like, she can get like, why was better. Bunny Girl so thankful? Because she Ilya. was into Ilya. Duh. Yeah, yeah. That's why. <laughs> she was like, uh, it's like she yeah. didn't save your life. Like, yes, you're surrounded did. by other. No, but you're surrounded by other people with swords. Like, you were never really in danger. Look, she was just she was into her. That's why she was so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> she's tur- she's turning it into a moment. She knows how to she knows how to do it. Okay. Yeah. Uh some quick hits here. Um so the White Fang stuff, uh, as we were talking about. We have this scene with Blake and Adam. Um Blake says, uh, I'm here for Haven, not you. Uh, I've got more important things to deal with. And uh okay, basically bye. just dis- dismisses Adam. Adam runs off. Um First of all, I love the uh, notion that Blake is just uh, doesn't need revenge on Adam, and that she's just uh, she's just ignoring him. Like this is Adam's worst punishment is not being the yeah. uh, the center of attention with his edge lord uh, personality. And uh, I I would rather have this than the uh, requisite Blake and Yang have to kill Adam for revenge. They have to like they're, they're this is their whole their whole worldview outlook is based upon this. No, they're they're both past it. Adam's unimportant, and uh, I, I I like how this is handled. That said, I still want them to kill Adam. Yeah, well, yeah. Th- we were expecting Adam to die potentially, considering he was surrounded, and. Uh, uh, by all um, measures of logic, um, should have been dead this episode, but yet he found a convenient hole to run off, and yeah. uh, we are not allowed to chase after him because that's what he wants us to do. So, how did um, they not okay. catch him though? Like, come on! Like, all their powers are just gone all of a sudden. Well, no. The bigger thing is that the police didn't catch him. Like, did yeah. we call the police for nothing? That the police He's did your absolutely number one nothing. most wanted person, and uh, yeah, they just let him get off. It's they had stupid. a spotlight on him, and they were like, "Oh, yeah. nope, never mind." He He's ran away. Let's on go. Foot. It's too much. But we can't do it. Said, I am glad that Blake decided to not be alone with Adam because that always leads to bad things if you're in a room alone with Adam. Very true. Yeah, uh, I, I like. It's stupid that he was able to get away. But given the logic thematically, which was that Blake just doesn't care about him anymore, I thought that was good. I thought like yeah. it makes sense thematically. Um, the conclusion with the White Fang, uh, Adam's gone. Ilya definitively states that uh, no one's going to follow Adam anymore. Um, and uh, uh, Gira says that um, we need to form a new Faunus Brotherhood. And Kali seems to indicate that Gira would take the lead of this new group. It's like, why'd you leave in the fir- first place, dude? Come on. Well, well, he got like kicked. There's out really no, there's like, really no change from from. Volume he still lived yeah. in the giant mansion house. Yeah, yeah. Um, Andy, you seem to reference writing off earlier. Do you think this is the show writing off the White Fang? I think this is writing off the White Fang, except for Sun and Ilya. I think we're just like 
going to push all the finances back to Menagerie, and then Ilya and Sutter are going to stay behind. That's why they weren't looked at at all when Gira was like, yeah, I'm going to be the leader now. Like, I think this means that Ilya and Sutter are sticking around, I hope. Yeah, I, I, regardless of the Sun and Ilya, I think that this is, um, the show ending the White Fang is a threat. That's what they seem to do. I expected it to be more definitive here. Um, it's like, okay, new group. Uh, they don't really, they just say Adam's not going to have followers, but they kind of leave it open. They could really do whatever they want next season with the White Fang. But I do think that the show recognized the White Fang was a bad plot line. We're ending it. It's not like good how it's handled here. Yeah. There are uh, apparently not, ten people in the team too. Like that's, uh, that's stupid. It's it wasn't like there was a big force they were it's, fighting it's against. Stupid that like calling the police solves like the. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just logically that calling the men's so Adam funny. threat, but also that like ca- like uh, calling the police is like the solution to the uh, group that wants uh, racial equality. Like yeah. bad, bad messaging. Um, I just can't get over that calling the police was an option. Like it, I know. it had no effect on anything either. So why I don't know yeah. why they did that. Also that they planted one thing, like a little pack of dynamite on a building. That was the grand plan. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Ilya took out one switch Presumably, and they were free. And, they were uh, home clear. Yeah, it's done. So um, I think we're d- probably done with the White Fang. And uh, that's maybe more than anything, a good sign for the show moving forward. Get rid of your bad plot elements. Problem is Adam's still around. Um, but maybe we're just going to place him on uh, Salem's Council. Mm-hmm. And uh and we haven't seen Tyrion all season and he's part of the council of her crew. Don't so like start of that Tyrion, I am go. so upset about that. No no tail, no tail. But, I know, but maybe um, it means that like we could ignore Adam for at least yeah, a season. I don't think Adam's I don't think we need to see I, Adam next season. I, I'm actually of the opposite mind. I think Adam is kind of replacing Cinder in terms of like oh, please one no. of the villains we're gonna see a lot next season. Uh that'd be horrible. Yeah. We'll see. I I don't know. We'll talk yeah. Uh but um yeah, there there's the White Fang stuff. Um, so Leo dies this episode. We have one death. It is, uh, Professor Lionheart. He, uh, gets stabbed by the seer Grimm. Uh, I have nothing no, to say. A character I don't I've... think anyone had many attachments to, let's yeah. be honest. I literally uh, forgot Leo died in this episode until I watched this episode a second time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, oh, we're terrible. I just don't care about that scene or Leo. Um, I mean, really, this was the character they introduced in the beginning and of the season and killed off at the end. And he was never really important. So what was go. his purpose? Cause like, it seems, uh, it seems like what they were trying to present it as was like this whole other subplot of about the hunters and huntresses disappearing and how he was complicit with that. But that didn't really factor in very much to any sort of, season long arcs or anything so i feel like you could easily have taken him out as a character and honestly not much would have changed so and then him he dying was, he was mostly like, oh. mostly just a plot device we tr- yeah. there's like a scene with him and raven where we tried to get into him thematically and uh there's no purpose to try like, to I do don't care about him that much. yeah and even when he got rid of all the hunters and huntresses there was still the police so- yeah exactly it's like that didn't <laughs> matter are we not all like checking in the fact that like all the huntresses and hunters in this whole yeah. continent are dead right now. Like that's that, that was a wor- that was a worthless plotline. Yeah, uh, that's usually yeah. something significant. Yeah, more on that. Uh, more on my feelings on the season as well. But uh, it's uh, this is just, it's just it's really it's a bad look um, in terms of audience expectations to have this epic finale and then uh, the only character the character you kill off is the one that nobody cares about the uh, the season specific character. Like he's not mm-hmm. important to the show overall. So that was disappointing. 
I think, given it's not like the show needs to have shock deaths or anything. It's just uh, it's just, it's a bad look when you kill off one person and it is the character that's obviously going to be killed off. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not very dramatic. Yeah, is there's not really any purpose. Um, Salem makes an appearance in the episode in uh, Emerald Illusion form. Basically, uh, Emerald gets really upset uh, that Cinder does not come back out and she summons the Salem Illusion. The prophecy is fulfilled from the opening and it yes. actually happens. <laughs> and and uh, that was Salem, says uh, Osborne. They learned that that's what Salem looks like, which I actually think was a good thing to have them do. Like, I, I like yeah. this. I like showing Although she's not them. like 20 feet tall. Yeah, and she probably arms, become. But... I mean, in the show, everyone has bendy arms, but um, she could probably become twenty feet tall. You, <laughs> you know. never know. You know. Oh. oh man! Uh, but I, I, I generally like this. I like paying off the emerald in love with Salem stuff. But then Emerald just uh, gets carried off by Hazel, and I thought that we'd have Emerald Demption, and uh, no. no, she's just she's just Mrs. Still, Cinder, still in Salem's control. Uh, I don't know. It was it was fine. I like the the scene of Salem appearing. Um, that was our big moment, though. Like that was our big climax, and it was just an illusion. That's kind of indicative of the anticlimactic climacticness of this finale. Also, I know that Emerald was in like a pretty like traumatic emotional state to bring that illusion on, but. She obviously has really crazy uh, illusion powers, and we didn't really see a lot of that in this big dramatic fight that I went on for four episodes. She like, summons the illusion for everyone in the room. I think that yeah, that's maybe a like, first time. I think that, like, uh, yeah. I think we've only seen her do it for specific people before. That, she's crazy powerful, yeah. Yeah, like, like why em- not use that power? If you're obviously losing a fight, like, use your powers. Don't just hide yeah. them. Like, I think Emerald is low-key one of the strongest characters in the show. It's just totally. we have not seen her do anything yet. Emerald has a ton of potential, and uh, we haven't really seen uh, as a character. Not not Leah Keevan. Yeah, I, I know And, and uh, it's not, you know, we haven't uh, done a lot with her. I'm hopeful for the future, but, you know, she's plummeted. She At one point, she was a top five character for me, but she's kind of plummeted here. Like, uh, also, when she cries in this episode, I think that, her crying is a lot more believable than Yang and Raven, and I actually felt for Emerald because you actually felt like she cared about Cinder, unlike a lot of the other relationships. I, I think the show so. did. A, to be fair, the show has struggled. The show really struggled with the episodes that took place in this one room we stayed in for the past six episodes. But get, the one thing that they did well, uh, a few things. They, you know, one of the things they did well was Emerald's uh, displaying Emerald's attachment to Cinder in yeah. the in the context of the fights that they were having. I thought that was good. And they paid it off. Good, good job. Do more with Emerald in the future. Um, we referenced this checkmate scene. Um, but, uh, Blake comes in, uh, Ruby and, uh, Weiss are fighting and, uh, Weiss Blake says, comes in awesomely, by the way. I yeah, did like yeah, that. It's very yeah. good. Weiss, Weiss says, I just remember you being more of the quiet one. Um, oh. it's just a good line, I guess. Yeah, I, I, there's I a lot of history. There's a lot of history between Blake and Weiss. Happening. We could have had, we could have had more. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, oh, you're the one that uh, thought I was a racist in, in season one. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot more there, I think. Hey, yeah. buddy. Yeah. You know, that was fine. And then uh, what's the plan, Ruby? Uh, checkmate. And then they cut away. But yeah. but the, the three seconds before they cut away were great. So yeah. I, <laughs> What was the problem, though? Is they like it, they had uh, Blake coming in and she did that awesome backflip thing and like kicked him in the chest. And it was awesome. And they had little quips happening. And... Then after the talk with Yang and Raven, we just come back and they're all like panting or like, oh, tough fight, guys. You should have seen that. It was awesome. Like, why not show us any of that? Like, that was going to be the awesome 
big climactic fight and we just skipped it all instead like take the budget money from the last four episodes of pointless fights that were so sillily done and instead put it towards an actually interesting fight with our team instead like it's such a miscalculation i do not get it um, I mean, yeah, you know, we don't we don't know the, the what's behind what's the motivations behind production and stuff. If they're yeah. they're definitely limited by um, the amount of fights they can do. I assume that's like a uh, a production factor. Th- like mm-hmm. this is this show is really hard to make, and uh, it's done so like weird. in an amateur animation studio. So it's really impressive what they can do. We'd obviously love if yeah. they channeled more resources into the fights. Like we didn't. One thing I do think is that I think the fourteen episodes, the two bonus episodes, mostly like failed. Mm-hmm. Um, like. I would prefer if we did the opposite and we cut back to 10 episodes and we focused more on the uh, specific contents of, of the 10 episodes rather than have uh, like spend four episodes in the same room. So, yeah, that was just seemed like a waste of, of our time. And also to have these fights happening earlier on that didn't really have much impact to anything. Whereas like they had interesting moments, but like it it wasn't great. And I think we all kind of thought that the characters who should be more powerful and should be able to stand up for themselves clearly were not. And then we get like a callback to earlier seasons with the checkmate reference and then like nothing. I I did really like the (sighs) Weiss and then Yang fights earlier in the season. Um, But then it it kind of fell off from there. I will say Ruby saying checkmate. um, This... uh, more, even more so than the Ruby reunion, I think, uh, triggered the uh, memory of how awesome it was to have Team Ruby together in yeah, volumes yeah. one to three. Like, Ruby, like, being an actual leader, actual main character, and calling plays for the team fighting. Like, that's what I really loved about volumes one and that two. That was awesome. Like, that's mm-hmm. why I think those are the two best seasons. And uh, the, the the potential for that happening again, now that they're back together, uh, is, is uh, you know, it makes me really excited. Mm-hmm. Like, before we move on to this, Dylan, can I have my rant? Because my rant is actually related to this scene. Uh, well, let's save it. I have like three, three quick, three quick hits from the episode. But um, okay, 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 we'll come back to that. Uh, the, Osmond says, uh, or Oscar as Osmond says, uh, we must get the lamp to Atlas. Of course. Okay, there you cool, go. Bro. Atlas, the, the Atlas tease. Um, as he's so, passing out, I'm, kind of, I'm actually everyone was speculating Atlas next season. I'm kind of surprised we did it so soon. Um, I don't know if we're sticking to our three seasons uh, as an arc plan. Um, like in theory, if that's, I, I don't know if this is still a thing, but volumes one, two, and three are like, uh, I- intro, middle, big finale, and, uh, volumes four, five, and six should follow the same arc. Uh, volume four are very slow intro. This season was middle. And then in theory, next season should be huge, like volume three at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so introducing a new place. I wonder how that'll, that'll play into that. I, I just really hope we don't travel for a whole season to Atlas Oh my again. god. <laughs> oh, open up with us in Atlas already. Yeah, oh, please. please. I didn't even think of that. Don't Let's, feel me depressed about this. That'd be horrible. Oh, that'd be so horrible. Europe brought a bunch of boats. Just take one of his boats, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, we miss we miss the uh, boats from Menagerie to, to Haven, so we have to make up for it. Um, the credits, uh, we have new song uh, this time. Uh, from Shadows Part Two, um, which was the Blake Black trailer song, and we got a Part Two for it. Um, I thought this time was very good. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I li- I always like Blake's songs. They're really neat. Any any songs we had a yeah. <laughs> several episodes without, and we got two here, and both were great. So lo- very much looking forward to this soundtrack. And I can't believe 
We've spent 50 minutes without talking about the best part of the episode, oh guys. My God. The highly anticipated stinger is <sighs> Ty is uh Tyang gardening. Yeah. Wow, yeah. what we all really wanted. And then uh there's a raven feather that floats down. Yep. I did a I did a uh, predictions thing. Uh I posted on the uh, Ruby Reddit and 200 people responded. Um I didn't list this as one of the potential options, but there was a write-in option. 3 out of 200 did say Taiyang wow. and Raven. So No, really? I mean, it makes sense. If you think Raven's living, she her portaling to Taiyang could be a, a thing. This wasn't actually what we got. We just got the feather, but yeah, basically um this was just there's a lot of cool things they could have done. They could have had Tyrion's ta- new tail, and they could have played it for laughs. They could Cinder have had doing something. Cinder clawing back up. We yeah. could have showed. We could have uh, had a brief cut to the the new maiden that we're going to explore next season that we've never seen. We could have seen uh, Ruby, uh, either, like either Ruby hanging out for a second. Okay, yeah. I, yeah. I, don't, I just wanted them, them getting them, them meeting shawarma. Um, yeah. We could have uh, 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 could have had the pure zombie pira tease that we've yeah. been all been hoping for, or most of all, if we're going to Atlas next season, Penny uh, tease Penny yeah. being back. If, no, none like, of that. We get Tyan. It would have been great if we just had like two lies eyed up and and said. I'm combat ready. And that's it. That would have been the best stinger ever. If it was just <laughs> cut to, yeah, it was no, they didn't need to animate anything. It was just a black yeah. screen and then uh, uh, combat ready. That would have been much better. Yeah, like just like you could hear like a light switch turn on and yeah. like not even see anything turn on, but just like hear a switch and then just combat ready. That's it. That's great. We're hyped that for the been next season. So exciting. Meanwhile, yeah. we get Tai Yang being paranoid about seeing black birds. Like, yeah. <sighs> do, we, do you guys think we'll actually see Tai Yang and Raven? We must if season? they're going to do that. No. Ugh, I hope not. I, I assume we won't see that. That seems like such a waste of time. It does. Well, why would you waste your stinger on it then? Uh, you know, who knows? <laughs> their, their stingers have been all over the place. Anyway, okay. Uh, we're going to speculate about next season, but first, let's have the rants. Andy, you said it was related to. Um, I don't even remember what we're talking about. Oh, the, the checkmate the, stuff? The fight yeah. that we skipped. Fight yeah. that we didn't okay. Because uh, I disagree. The floor is I, yours. Okay. Okay. So they just skipped this fight, which I think was the biggest mistake of this entire season. And not yes. just from like a fanboy. Like I'm not coming from a fanboy. I'm coming from like a theme and purpose of this season perspective. This season, the entire purpose of it, if the last scene of your season is going to be Team Ruby getting back together, and the entire season they're slowly getting back together, it's fair to say the entire point of the season was for Team Ruby to be back together. When they hug at the end, that is their emotional, like, returning to being a team. But before that, they fought together. That we didn't, But we didn't see it. They fight together. That moment is supposed to be, if they actually showed the fight, supposed to be the moment where we realize they're a unit now. They're back to being a unit. Because we would have been able to show them fighting Hazel, Mercury, and Emerald, and Yang talking, while they defended Yang talking to Raven. It's them working together for the first time ever. But instead, we just cut it off. For no reason. And there's only there's three reasons you don't show a fight in a show. The first is it's you want the result to be ambiguous. You don't want the audience to know what the result is. We clearly see the result here. It just doesn't really do anything. They don't do anything. Nothing really happens. So that's not the purpose of this. The second reason, you want to hide the power levels of somebody. You want like a new character to show up and just waste a bunch of people, and then you don't really know how they did it. And the third is that you don't have a budget or you don't want to use the time to do it. And that is a stupid reason for this because they, if this was the plan for the season, they should have known they should have had the budget to make a fight like this. They should have planned for it. 
they can get we we could have just not had the maiden fight last episode and had this fight because this fight is much more important thematically and to the audience than anything else they showed this season and they just cut away it's the most stupid decision i've ever seen if this if this fight had been here it wouldn't only be a good finale with a fight it would make sense this is important it's emotional we're seeing them fight the fact that i got so excited when ruby said checkmate should like if they don't realize when they're writing the show that this is the most important moment in the season, then they're, I don't know what's wrong with them because this is the most important moment. They should have been building to this and they were, but they just cut away. It doesn't make any sense at all. And I am just beyond mad about the fact that we cut away here because it just shows such lack of understanding of what they're even writing. I don't even get it. I just don't. Okay, you lost me at this is the stupidest thing the show's ever done. There have been a lot of things. What I mean by that it's is that really this was, stupid. Because the thing is, they built it up all season. If you watch the course of this season, this should be the pinnacle. This should be the peak. This moment. It should be, it should be Ruby, Weiss, and Blake fighting while Yang is protected by them. Because they're working together for the first time in two seasons. Mm-hmm. And okay. it makes no sense that you cut away. It doesn't no. make sense. Especially also, when this is like the point of the show as well. It's like the show is Team Ruby fighting bad guys and it's awesome. And like, just skip it. Like, and also to give us the, the teaser of like, oh, checkmate. Like, let's be awesome, guys. And then nothing. Like, it's so ridiculous. It's so silly. It does not make any sense why they would do it. Okay, I have two. I have two points. Count, I guess counterpoints. I mean, I agree with you, Andy. Um, they should have shown the fight. But um, number one, Yang wasn't there. Uh, like you know, I don't think it's it's necessarily right to point to the scene specifically. Uh, like uh, you know, it would have been great to see them all four fight together. But it's it's not like we've been building up to those three specific combination. But, um, you know, that's, like, that's all you finish. I'm sorry. You could you could have you could have just wrote it in a different way to have Yang there. So that's not really a counterpoint. Um, I don't agree with Haley that this is the point of the show anymore like I wish no, it was true. and I'm yeah. about to talk about this but <laughs> yeah. I don't think that the show is about team it's Ruby got a fighting. very vague point at this that, point that was the other rant I was preparing Dylan that I, I couldn't articulate it well so I didn't use that as my okay, rant but so I'll, I'll, maybe, okay I'll, I'll give a version of that rant but, yeah, anyway, but good job Andy I, yeah. I don't share I don't share your anger at this I guess you know like my ranting isn't gonna be angry uh I just I'm just <laughs> Uh, uh, amusingly, fr- amusingly like, frustrated or exasperated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I guess I'm just angry because it feels like if you're making a season that this is the point of the season, that they didn't realize that this should be the most important moment. What Somehow is they- the point of the season? That's I don't, a like, whole other discussion. Well, I, I know. <laughs> Does the season but, have a point? Does the show have a point? Well, like, uh, the, no. the closest thing to a purpose for the season is the team gets back together. That's the closest thing I can yeah. understand. It, I agree. That's the, that's the one through line here, yeah. Yeah, and so and it should have been an um, if they had a fight this 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 finale would have been amazing mm-hmm. whether like it would have been actually fun if yang had, shows up halfway through and then like, can join in like, to finish them off like i was excited for a fight because yang had one arm like how do, whenever a character is like restricted in some way it always makes really cool fight scenes like it there's just so much they missed out on on this in this episode besides this one fight i'm just really annoyed i'm just really annoyed 
Well, I agree. They should have had the fight scene. I'm, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not angry because I had no expectations of them actually doing it. I'm just, uh, well, yeah, I had no I expectation just... either, Dylan, but the point is that they clearly designed this scene to have a fight. And yeah. They, they did it in a way which they teased it and then didn't follow through. Mm-hmm. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Don't, I think the problem is there's like, it so clearly could have been yeah. so good, but they just didn't do it. Like if it, it doesn't the... make any sense. If you don't have the budget, don't do this. Don't, pretend like there's a fight going on when you just don't have the budget to do it because it makes no sense they could have done this in so many other ways that doesn't involve them having to show a fight off scene and it's just so frustrating mm-hmm. okay yeah i agree <sighs> <laughs> that's i don't know so much potential uh, you know it's it's there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons to be mad about this show. that's one that's one of them i was yelling about a lot of things no this was the most coherent thing i could think of unfortunately. <laughs> okay there you go oh, yeah i have a more broad rant okay yeah so uh i'm kind of cheating and just giving a version of the rant that i give every single week here on the podcast but uh, i kind of but season I, like, in wrote, conclusion rant yeah but you know we can we can revisit here because it yeah. applies to this season and it should be noted you know this episode was fine it didn't piss me off so i have nothing to be super angry about like uh you know i'm not enraged at the stuff that that's that not having the fight um you know they didn't they didn't kill Ilya. i'm i'm happy so they didn't uh, actively do anything bad like aside from the fight being cut they out, they they, they didn't kill Ilya, and they had her flirting with a girl like they, there's nothing a they plus. could have done they, they they kept me in so but here's uh here's the general the general ruby written and i apply it to this finale um uh so here you go watching ruby is an exercise in futility and uh, <laughs> this is something that I've kind of said in different words a lot. Rave reviews. Every year, we tune in hoping the show recaptures the elements that drew it to us in the first place. And every week, uh, we, every week we watch, we see another episode that consists of things happening that none of us really care about. Uh, volume 5 was another year of more of the same. Sure, there were a few high points that we latched onto and made us hope for better. But ultimately... Uh, what happened this volume <laughs> is my question. I think uh, as little as last one, which we called one of the most boring things ever. Um, turns out uh, nothing happened. All of our Ruby criticism can kind of be shrunken down to uh, give the audience the things that they want to see. Now, I know that a lot of you don't agree with me on uh, what what I want to see. You you listening. Um, so let's let's change that to what I want to see, uh, because people have different priorities. Um, we just want to see things that we're interested in with this show. This week was a highly anticipated finale. I was really excited for it, um, more than any other show that we watch, which are much better than this, and uh, just irrationally more excited for this. And uh, ultimately, all that were engaged me were these two 30-second scenes that we talked about. Uh, this is what your finale material is? This is what we saw in this episode? This is the climactic finale. What we want to see from the show are fights... Team Ruby doing things and interacting. Our four main characters actually interacting. You know, maybe Bumblebee. Uh, maybe we could have brought Penny. Maybe we could have brought Penny and Pura back or something. Uh, music, which we had a little bit of. Grim, I think, are kind of an interesting thing that's just not been a part of this show, season. Definitely um, Cinder's grim arm. That's pretty yeah. That's that's you know, we had one. Uh, we had one appendage. Um, yeah. Well, no, we had those. We had those wasps. Yeah, that was like that was like ten episodes ago. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Faunus are. I was thinking about. This, I think Faunus are one of the strongest elements of the show's mythology. Uh, we didn't really do anything. We we had a whole plot arc that took place in Faunus uh, country, and none of it really did anything. <laughs> it was and, really boring. Uh, most of all, uh, big events, and that did not happen. I could care less about all this talking that we got in this finale and previously. 
this Tai Yang post credit scene, anything <laughs> involving Ozpin and Oscar, Emerald and Mercury, even though I love Emerald, could care less, Leo dying, could care less, Adam and Raven running away, don't care, and most of all, the relics and the maidens. A huge element of the show, absolutely no investment. Um, there were episodes in this finale that mostly fell into the first grouping of things, uh, the things that we want to see. But this finale was almost entirely in that latter category. Yeah, I mean, yep. I just listed things from the from the finale. But um, <laughs> the number one thing Ruby can do to improve for volume six is to focus on the more interesting aspects of the show. More Team Ruby, more fights, more awesome music. The problem is uh, we've been saying this exact same thing for three years running now. <laughs> this is yeah. just, uh, that exact line. Focus At on At least they're things. back together. I don't know. Yeah, Team Ruby There's is potential. reunited. Team Ruby is reunited, uh, though. Finally. So I'll absolutely be coming back for Nor next season, despite the impossibility that things will get better. Yep. There you go. That's the end of my like, Oh, it's so depressing, but true. <laughs> I think the most uh. frustrating part is that, Dylan, you're like, there are people that actually don't think Team Ruby are like the most important thing in this show. Oh, yeah, like that's a lot. Yeah, I, I see a lot of that. I, I specifically seek out Ruby discussion before, like several. I, I think you guys don't realize that I like spend a few hours of research on what uh, fan different fans are saying. Yeah, uh, 4chan, Reddit, and uh, it's uh, there's a lot of people that don't agree that <laughs> Team Ruby should be the main character. And yeah. I'm sorry, they're just they're just wrong. They're wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's for anyway, It's like I don't know how to speak to them. Like we want different things. Anyway, um, yeah. so that's kind of harsh, but I would like to. Uh, very much commend everyone at Rooster Teeth Animation for this season. I think this season was really incredible production values. Um, it was a huge improvement once again, like the third year running that the that the show has looked a lot better. And I think that the people at Rooster Teeth Animation are doing an incredible job. Like I, I this this show lo- could r- easily air on uh, on like Nick or Cartoon Network or something. For sure. Really good. Yeah. Even yeah, just so. like the uh, the crowd of Faunus at the this big white fang takedown thing, like yeah. being able to animate all of those and the backgrounds the, they design. The background characters thing. have just been so, so like it's so yeah. like, they've had so many interesting Faunus designs here, yeah. And, and uh, the Cinder I, and Raven fight was like incredible as well. I just yeah, think it really, the, whole, really was. the whole vault really made me feel like this could be on TV. Yeah. Like the vault was just really a that was amazing. Great yeah, they did do a really good job with the vault. Yeah, so you know I, we we have a lot of frustrations about the show, but I'd like to say the the pe- the people doing the hard work and actually making this, I think, are doing an excellent job. Really yeah. good job. Okay. Um, let's talk next. See, or let's let's grade a volume five overall. Oh. Um, I, I there was a point when I thought that this was going to be easily uh, the third best season, at least. I think the first half was really strong, and I think we kind of fell out here. I think there's four really good episodes, and that's the strange of the season. There's Lighting the Fire, um, known, I don't maybe I'll get with something around here, Known by its Song, I th- no, not that one. Um, Alone <laughs> Together, Alone Together, yes, True Colors, Lighting and uh, Downfall. So, okay, there's the okay. four. Mm-hmm. Um, Lighting the Fire, Alone Together, uh, True Colors, and Downfall. And those are four really good episodes. And there's a few others, including Known by Its Song, that are pretty pretty decent, too. Um, we got a few episodes that were, like, some of the worst of the show. For the most part, I think that this was an improvement on Volume 4 just because it wasn't really boring a lot of the time. A lot of things would have been an in, in improvement on Volume 4 yeah. without much effort. <laughs> yeah, do you guys, Andy, do you agree? I agree. This is better than Season 4. I don't know if it's leaps and bounds better, but it's better than season four See, this is most of the season was not boring 
Yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah. And it had terms- a few actively good parts to it as well. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm someone that thinks seasons two and one are the best two seasons, which most people disagree with. I was seeing season rankings on CO today, and most people had volume three, the oh. highest. I think I think people are too focused on production values. Like, yeah, we get it. Cinder hopping on the roof of volume two uh, during the dance is the stupidest looking thing anyone's <laughs> yeah. ever seen. We get but it. But it's a good can, season. But, but who cares? <laughs> yeah, it does. It's, it's about the narrative. Anyway, um, I I my rankings would be season two is the best, followed by season one. And then I think I would keep three at third, put this one fourth, and have four at uh, fifth. But I think it's close between three and the season. The strength of the season are these four standout episodes. But volume three also has standout episodes, including the Cinder flashback one. And the finale is really exciting. Despite that awful Adam scene, There's yeah. it's just a really hype, epic finale. And this this uh, volume finale was pretty uh, underwhelming. And also, season three's finale focuses on Team Ruby at the very least. <laughs> A large portion of it is like Pura, uh, but, but, but yeah, I mean, like a, that's okay because Pura yeah. was was like the character of that season. They like, properly okay. built her up. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'm t- I'm taking pr- for now. I'm taking three over five. What about you, Andy? I agree. Three is better. <sighs> three is better than five. Five. This one could have been better than three, but we just tapered off at the end, like really hard. I think it was on pace the first half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Haley, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think the first half-ish of this season, I would take over some season three episodes. But I think looking at it overall as a complete unit, season five really suffered in the last four episodes. And that makes three better overall. But there are some parts in season five that I really enjoyed and enjoyed more than parts in season three. So it's kind of confusing. But I think as a season as a whole, three is better. With okay. that finale, yeah. too. So. Rare, rare yeah. agreement. Let us know your yeah. season rankings, listeners. Um, I think that uh, True Colors, if if the play, I don't, I need to watch it again. Considering the the, the progress we made with Ilya, um, that might be uh, one of the best episodes of the show. Looking back, I think. Um, I also think Alone Together is, or Alone was that Alone Together or True Colors? I don't remember. Alone but Together, True, Alone is, Together was the Ilya coming out episode. Yeah, Alone together. True Colors is when they fought. And that ep- that episode's also good, but I think Alone yeah. Together, if yeah. the Ilya stuff plays better, could go down as one of the show's best episodes. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, because she's a really interesting character, and they actually put some time into making her an interesting character. Yeah, so and Alone Together is also there. the stuff with the uh, the the bumblebee angst with uh, freezer burns. Yeah, always fun. Which yeah. is some of the best stuff. And then RWY chilling on a roof. Yeah, a patio thing. Yeah, I think when we're looking back on the season, I think I'm going to remember that episode as the standout one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's like you had your uh, Cinder and uh, and Raven fight scene in Downfall, but other than that, there wasn't a lot going on there. And then there's you know, but uh, so yeah, with volume at least there's an improvement on last season. Hoping for good things in season six. We're going to Atlas. Um, Exciting. Let me, list, let, me list off, let me list off elements that could come into play, and uh, we'll go Haley, then Andy. You tell me yes or no, we'll get into these okay. things next oh, season. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Penny. Uh, yes, but like not really. Probably like a weird little clue, but past that, maybe not. But I think she's going to be mentioned. If we don't get Penny, I don't know what's wrong with these people. Like, she's a robot. She has to come back. She's like, from Atlas. Too, I have so. I have zero faith that they're bringing. Them <laughs> I know I, that, that's what I mean, Dylan. Like it makes a hundred percent, it makes a hundred percent sense that she will come back. 
but she's not going to. No, it'll like, probably just be Ruby like, oh, Penny was from Atlas, wasn't she? And that'll be yeah. the end of her storyline. It would be very fun to have new Penny that like kind of retains old Penny's yeah. like emotions, yeah. but is like a new person and her meeting Ruby again and stuff. Like, I would, uh, that's how I'd write the season. Like, um, but that's not happening. Uh, really, like, I'd write it as like she's like a, a smaller robot or something. Like, she's like a little thing. Like, cause she's, she's, she doesn't have to have a body. Like, she can come back in any ways. She's just a. A computer oh, she could be yeah she could just be on the computer as an ai okay yeah i mean we could do any of that um ironwood yes yeah he's coming back yeah yeah, yeah. and i think ironwood's actually a decent character so i'm excited yeah, he's about cool it. um uh weiss's family not winter like whitley uh weiss's dad and uh butler <laughs> yeah and i think the rest of team ruby is going to hate whitley just as much as weiss does and it might be interesting we'll see i think We'll have them back if, because I don't know location wise how close Weiss's family is to the relic. If they're close enough to the relic, then yes, we'll see them. If they're not, then mm-hmm. then they won't show up. It I says don't. we're going after the relic. We're just bringing the lamp there. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, Dylan. <laughs> that's, that's all. I, that's all Aspen said. I uh, I'm actually I'm actually not convinced we're revisiting Weiss's family so soon. I don't know if that's happening. We dealt a lot with that last season. I do think we're going to see Winter. Yes, hopefully. Uh, yeah, please. Because she's with Torchwood a lot, so yeah. Ironwood, sorry. Ironwood. Ironwood. Torch, yeah, to bring Torchwood back. But, yeah, we haven't um, seen her in ages, and as far yeah. as we know, she's not dead, so hopefully yeah. she appears. Bringing Winter back, that's a must. Um, okay, yes or no? Ilya comes to Atlas. Yes. I really hope so. Andy. I'm sorry. What was that? I'm sorry. Yeah. Ilya. Ilya coming to oh, Atlas. I, I think I mentioned this earlier. I think that Sun and Ilya are coming with them. Like, I think that mm-hmm. I think that Gira taking over the White Fang or the new whatever they're going to call White Fang is a sign that Ilya and Sun are going to come with the team. Like, I would love if they replaced Jod, Red, and Nora. They're so much more fun than Jod, Red, and Nora. Like, by, like, leaps and bounds. But we saw Sun when he saw them. He was, like, waving at them. Because they are all, like, friends. So I can yeah. definitely see them all traveling are jo- together. Are John, Ren, and Nora coming? Um, yeah, of course. What else have they got to do? My, my point, Dylan, so. is if we bring John, Ren, and Nora and not Ilya and Sun, I will just be like, why? Yeah. Why are we doing I, I don't have confidence we're bringing Ilya with us. I'm I sorry. think we will. Um, we wouldn't, this wouldn't be the It's my number one wish list, but I don't know if we're doing it. Sun, um... Presumably yes, if you guys. Say he always yes to tags Ilya. along. I, I, I think know. Sun is more like fifty-fifty, and Ilya. I think more. Sun needs a purpose yeah. outside of Blake, so I'm, I don't know. We'll see what they do with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I know it's this group of like twelve people is just traveling together now. I think it's, we'll, we'll see how they handle it because um, we. They're could fighting just like a goddess of darkness and death, so they should probably have a big group. You know. You need a large party so you yeah. can switch out when your members get KO'd. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, who is the villain next season? Tyrion, please. <laughs> Doctor Doctor Watts. No, the villain is Tyrion's tail. Obviously, not Tyrion's, Tyrion's new tail. tail. I yeah, think what, a, a obscure... Cinder Adam. Like who? 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 You, who you got, Haley? The most prominent villain next season. I I think that Cinder will appear and cause trouble at some point. But I think our main villain is going to be an unknown Atlas character that we do not know yet. <laughs> oh, great! I wow. disagree. I think who so. Think? Who do, you think who do we know? Because it's not going to be Weiss's dad. I think following the trend of like, cause I think they've been doing a trend here. We've been introduced to a member of S- Salem's court this season before they're the main villain, essentially, because we saw Hazel last season. And then he was kind of like a big threat this season. I think we saw Watts this season so he can be a threat next season. 
Very I think Watson, doesn't he have he, ties with Atlas too? Yes, yeah. he does. Yeah, so me, yeah, okay. So yeah, either he's, he's, he's someone we don't know Atlas or originally. So yeah. yeah, I think I think it's probably Watts. But I will say I think Cinder will be a big element of the season if we are doing the the seasons and arcs of three. Yeah. Then this should be our big explosive thing. So it's got to be Cinder. Or maybe Salem shows up. I don't know. But um, I don't. I think if that happens, it won't be for like until after the halfway point in the season. Yeah, second half, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um you know so there we'll we'll see we'll see in the atlas season uh if you uh, this is probably our last ruby podcast for a while but if you guys really want us to speculate on atlas stuff you can maybe put stuff in the comments leave your theories and then uh that's possible we'll get to that but um get some more rose garden happening oh my god stop (laughs) why no don't i know it's horrible it's so gross Uh, it's it's so gross gross. (laughs) Haley, what is your the yeah. less gross than Lancaster somehow. Uh, uh, yeah. Probably. Well, uh, Haley, Haley, what is your send-off for Volume 5? Um, well, uh, you, you're a good time, Volume 5. You know, I, I I was looking back at all the episodes and, like, writing down, like, pros and cons I, I had and the good moments and stuff. And I'm actually impressed that of this season, my top moments were all really good moments with female characters um, mm. with them being powerful and standing up for themselves and having interesting dynamics, both like emotionally and physically and fighting and everything. So I think that is something that's definitely positive to come out of this season. Um, and we're finally reunited. So like, ultimately I don't care what happened this season, as long as we're together going into the next, that is great. And we got some nice bumblebee moments and we, um, developed the Ilya character, which is great, and actually had some really interesting uh, revelations from her too. And hopefully, she stays on with the team. But uh, we'll see. But yeah, so I think I I'm not leaving the season upset. I'm frustrated at parts, but I'm still maybe misguidedly. I'm still looking forward to the next, which we'll see. It's kind of yeah. just like a okay, yeah. cool. Like let's. Yeah. I think I think you're more optimistic than Andy. And I'm are, so I'm definitely good. am. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Always is good. Um, yeah, we'll see. I, oh, I think you made a great point with the female characters. The the maybe number one best thing the season did was not focus on John and Ren as much mm-hmm. as last season. Yeah. Brought in interesting, powerful female characters and had them actually do something, yeah. which was great. Which is crazy because this season started with Sienna dying. Yeah, exactly. I know. I was already at beginning of the season. I was like, oh, okay, here we go. This is terrible. But then they, they brought it back. They got it together. In, in retrospect, Sienna dying, most pointless scene so of the show, maybe? Pointless. Yes. Oh, yeah. my God. It was so no, no No effect on anything. Yeah. Plays, plays worse now that we know it had no point in the plot. It's okay. like he, Adam just stole her, like, 10 guards that were around her and was like, okay, guys, let's go. Like, that, like he did not need to kill her. <laughs> No, the crazy thing is, I think he thought that was all the white fag. I think he killed her. Maybe. Like, That's the entire white fag right there. He could have done his his big moment in Haven with yeah. just some buds that he, he was. He could have done it himself. He could have <laughs> just walked in and planted one bomb. Uh, so okay, annoying. I, li- I like stupid Adam head cannons. That's good. Yeah. It's um, good. <laughs> Andy, Andy, what's your send off for volume five? I had it and I lost it because Adam is stupid. <laughs> um, uh, let's see if I can find it again. Circle back. It had, it had to do with Tyrion. No, no, it didn't have Tyrion happen. not being in it. That was tail. Was, it wasn't actually about Tyrion. I was kidding. Um, I wish Tyrion's tail was a stinger. That would have been great. Well, no, I mean, I wish it was too. I, I've been harping on it all season. It needed yeah. to be a stinger. It needed to be. <laughs> but, um, oh, I remember now. My thing with this season is that 
I'm really worried about the show going forward because this cemented my my frustration with the fact that Crow and Oscar are with the group now. This means that Team Ruby and any of the kids, any of the, the younger members of this whole group, like any of them, are less important than these two characters that really don't aren't really like 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 I don't I don't care about them. They're they're important members because they're in charge now and I don't like that. I want Team Ruby to be blazing a trail, but clearly Crow and Oscar are and by extension Ospin are in control of all this and I don't like that. And I wish that there was some kind of plot element to next season that separate them in some way. And there could be, hopefully. There could, but I'm not yeah. sure they're going to do that. No. If they do it Great. That's the first step they need to take to make sure the next season is great because, or good at least, is to make sure that the students from the students are doing stuff without Crow and Ozpin there because I don't want them controlling everything. It doesn't. It, I just don't like it. It doesn't make a good dynamic, and they're a lot. They're a lot more boring than just watching all this, the students interact with each other. Yeah, uh, this was underreported story. This is a really bad season for Crow. Yeah, um, he was last season. He was a good character, and I don't think he really did anything here. Not much. Kind of pointless. He well, had he- that dramatic sigh right as the as we went to the credits, which was odd. Which it's very very dumb. So it's very subservient to Ozpin, who in himself was very annoying and frustrating with a lot of plot points. So it just made him frustrating too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. Okay. There you go. Um, I don't know. I don't really have a send off for, for this volume. You know, I, I, I'm going to miss Ruby being on, but at the same time, uh, less frustrating. Take a breather. But, you, but Dylan, you get to not be like a slave driver and tell us to watch Ruby every week. Yeah. You're going to miss uh, that. We'll be back probably next season, but, uh, I was, I was hoping, I was low key hoping that, uh, the, sh- the show would either kill Ilya or put John and Weiss together or kill Weiss. <laughs> and then I would just be able to be done with the show, but no, they didn't. But, now, so but they're we'll like teasing stuff. You got to see what, yeah, what's we'll next. be back. They did just a good enough job that we'll be back. Okay. Yeah. We're never break out of the cycle <laughs> in 10, in 10 years when the series finale airs, we'll look back and say why did we waste our life with that show for yeah, 15, yeah, no, for we 15 years yeah if anything it's a lesson in how not to write stories which might be valuable yes. i thought you were the positive one here I am, okay. yeah no but that's a positive <laughs> but she's angle. right that's We've not got a, that is a sarcastically now. negative angle yeah, but, yeah. okay <laughs> so do the opposite people angle. than what ruby is doing yeah. uh, okay thank you very much Haley and andy for being on ruby podcast all year uh, you guys were really great. Thank you to Delaney, Steve, uh, the whole overly animated crew. We had an expanded Ruby crew. I thought it was great. Um, I don't. I, did Delaney drop the show? We'll see. She's definitely not caught up. Um, but I was. If, if if Bumblebee happened, I would have been able to message her saying you got to catch up now. But there's really no. She doesn't need to. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see who's back for yeah, next check year. Check out the looks. Yeah. Just let her know if gay happens, and then she can watch it yeah yeah i don't well, think you can that tell her Ilya and her enough. bunny girlfriend happened yeah, i'll send her that gif that'll yeah. be it um but you know well let it there you go there's our there's the overly animated coverage thank you guys very much for listening all season he's got uh pretty popular towards the end um I, th- I don't know. Maybe you guys were frustrated too with the show, uh, but let, uh, let us know comments. Let us know comments on their coverage of the season as a whole on YouTube, 
um, on uh, OverlyAnimated.com. You click on the article, and uh, we'd really appreciate iTunes reviews. On uh, you go to search on iTunes for Overly Animated or for our main feed and for the Ruby feed. Uh, there's a lot of negative reviews on the Ruby feed, so it'd be great if you guys could leave positive ones too. A lot of the negative ones are very entertaining. So yeah. if you're going to do negative reviews, at least make them uh, stupidly epically long. I appreciate <laughs> that. And uh, you're going to get yeah. really bad negative reviews now, Dylan. You should have said I am that. Bad. Yeah. Are they listening an hour and twenty in? Probably. People um, like our rants. So there's some. There's now. some. There's someone who subscribed to us on YouTube who just instantly downvotes every video we put out. So yep. there are people who love to hate us. Um, <laughs> yep. And uh, okay. The, the, yeah, thank you guys own. very much, guys, for listening. Um, I I have a definitely have an affinity towards the uh, Ruby podcast. The people who listen to them. This is uh, you know it's different from all of the coverage of our other shows. We're more critical. Where it's a different type of show that we cover, and uh, we definitely wouldn't be doing it three years uh now uh if i wasn't passionate about the show and mm-hmm. we didn't have passion people love the well, characters so. yeah still uh Certain still characters. ruby and weiss still two of my absolute two of my favorites on tv and uh i think also a very good yang season by the way we didn't mm-hmm. talk about that yeah. but this was this was a great yang season um but yeah please li- give us feedback if you appreciated it uh if you liked all of our ruby podcasts this season maybe leave us an itunes review or uh you could become a patron to talk with us uh, on facebook group on uh, you can just come join our discord to talk in general overlyanimated.com slash discord uh we talk we will be talking about other shows we'll have the ruby channel up all year but also becoming a patron is the number one way to support us and you can do that at overlyanimated.com uh, patreon.com slash overly animated thank you very much to all of our current patrons especially our patron of the podcast john a.k garfield and thanks as always to our preaching executive producers john ryan steve alex andy and hugh uh not the en- maybe the end of the ruby coverage here for a while but not the end of the overly animated podcast a bunch of podcasts coming up uh we have um uh, mysticon's coverage we have miraculous ladybug coverage a very hype episode of that coming out we uh, i just had a mary and the witch's flower review with beatrice they did a sailor moon podcast uh there's a lot of different types of stuff a lot of animation content at overlyanimated.com so if you just listen to ruby stuff check out some of our other stuff maybe you'd like it <sighs> okay we're done <laughs> Oh, we, very, did very, we, we did it. We did it. Very long podcast. Yeah, good job. Uh, if you made it to the end, comment. Um, I don't know. Thank you. Spence. No comment. Comment. I made it to the end of this ridiculously long ninety-minute podcast. No spaces. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ninety. Yeah. There, there you go. Ninety minutes. Yes. Uh, so thank you guys very much for listening. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.